0: I'm not a preacher, and I'm not drunk. I'm just a politician. Everybody, come on up out of your houses. Clarence Hillion is going to make you a super human being. <laughs> okay here we go welcome to uh an episode of crackpot cinema that um i surely don't want to be recording and uh and uh it's um in order to pass along some very sad news that music that you just heard fade out was in case you guys didn't know from listening to this podcast was by uh the band gays in the military which was the uh rock band in which our uh, friend and the regular host of this podcast mike mcpadden played and that was one of their original compositions with mike playing bass and um and like i said uh this is a uh, me uh passing along the very sad news that uh mike mcpadden passed away yesterday at the age of 52 um he was uh a very dear friend of mine for uh, a couple of decades talked to him on the phone pretty much uh, every day of those decades uh, or, or in person and um, most a lot of that time talked about movies as we did on this podcast and I um, it's uh my very sad duty to, uh, break this news to you listeners, but I wanted to do so in just kind of a, a quick, uh, mini episode way in order to call attention as quickly as possible to the GoFundMe that has been set up for, uh, Mike's, uh, wife, Rachel. Um, it is the Mike McBeardo McPadden Memorial Fund at GoFundMe.com. And, um, and i hope that you will uh go and support and 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 i just and like i said i really just wanted to record this super fast by the way i'm aaron lee and um and like i said uh mike and i were very close friends and he asked me uh towards the beginning of this year to if i'd do this podcast with him and i said i said hell yeah um as long as you do all the work and I get to just show up and be an idiot and say stupid stuff. And he said, yeah, that sounds great. And Mike and his uh, uh, longtime friend Ben Reiser did all the work and, and I just showed up and said silly stuff. And, um, and so today I just wanted to talk for just a couple minutes, first of all, to let you know if you hadn't heard this news, this this very tragic news again to call attention that GoFundMe and just say just say a little something about Mike. Um I, I hadn't been on the podcast for the past two episodes because I've been busy with work and the great Pat Healy filled in and what a delight that was to get to hear Mike and someone else talk about movies and and not know what he was going to say when it came in. Like you never knew what Mike was going to say and you you never knew for sure what his opinions were gonna be. And um, and we had an episode of the of Crackpot Cinema here scheduled to be recorded on Saturday with Kat Ellinger, the amazing and prolific Cat Ellinger. Um, and and now Mike is gone. And so what we decided is that we'll put that off for a while, uh come back. And that will be a tribute episode where instead of talking about the silly movies we had planned to talk about, we'll just talk about Mike and how much we loved him. Um, so that'll be the the real tribute. But let me just let me just quickly let me just say a few things about the guy quick. Uh, I met him through the mail, basically. I think I was either 19 or 20 years old. And um Uh, God, so it's going back close to 30 years, really, and we both did fanzines. Mine was called Blue Persuasion. His was Happyland, our little uh, self-published Xerox magazines. I believe his magazine Happyland was passed along to me by former guest of this podcast, Jenny Nixon, who was self-publishing under the name Queen Itchy then. And I got this fanzine in the mail, and I was like, oh my god, this is the funniest. This is just the most hilarious, incredible, greatest thing I've ever read. I want to quote every part of it. I've never related to anything so much in my life. And I wanna I wanna send my fanzine to this guy, but So bad, but I'm also afraid he'll just hate mine and he'll make fun of me and rip on me. But I got to do it because it's just so great. And sent him off my fanzine. and, And then I think I didn't hear from him for something like, I don't know, six months or maybe even close to a year. And I was like, oh, he must have hated it. He's too cool for me. And then one day out of the blue, got a phone call from him telling me like, oh, my God, I'm moving to L.A., uh, my life's been like all crazy because of this move and I lost your fanzine and then he's like and it killed me and because it, he he was like it was the funniest thing I ever read and I never related to something so much and and yeah and um, I'd never met I never met someone I mean we connected on so many things so deeply um, in that first phone call, you grew up on Mad Magazine, you were obsessed with the Golden Turkey Awards, <laughs> you were obsessed with Danny Peary's cult movie books, these things, this amazing, ridiculous, arcane, shared language. But, uh, and and we connected on so many personal things, and we talked about our dads obsessively and our uncles, and and we shared this, uh, fear of men and fear of the men in our lives and love of the men in our lives and, and trying to figure that out. And, um, but, uh, but in terms of what we talk about in this podcast and what so many people in public shared with Mike, his love of movies, I, I really think at that point, I'd never met someone who said to me, a thought I'd had many times growing up. He said, he said, when I was a kid, I wanted to see every movie ever made. And I was like, yeah, me too. I always felt that way too. And Mike loved movies so much. Um, and he loved so many things so much and was so passionate about so many things, so passionate about it that he was like bursting with it and in his like larger than life way. You, you just could not, (laughs) you could not avoid what Mike loved and what Mike hated. And it was, it was quite literally in your face and it was eventually tattooed all over his body. Um, uh, if he loved the haunted mansion at Disney, then it was going to be a big tattoo on his back. And, um, uh, and And in terms of and he always surprised me and he always surprised me and he always wanted to be surprised. And he got angry about like things like Star Wars, like everybody loves Star Wars. I'm bored that everybody loves Star Wars. When I meet you, I know you love Star Wars. I want to be surprised. He um, uh, a little just 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 a month or so ago. I was watching a movie with my 10-year-old daughter, and she didn't like the movie. I can't remember what it was, some pretty innocuous kind of Netflix kids movie or something. And I said to her, what is it? Why didn't you like it? And she said to me, she said, when I, watch a, mo- when I watch a movie, I want to be delighted the whole time, and I want to be surprised and a little scared about what's going to happen next, but not too much. And I remember sharing this with Mike and him laughing and him saying, like, she gets it. Your kid gets it. Your kid gets what he was saying. That's what he that's what he wanted out of movies. And that's what he wanted out of every everything and everyone. And I think in kind of this kid way, he wanted everyone to be delightful and surprising and every opinion to be delightful and surprising. And and he wanted to be that. And, uh, and I met him and we talked about the grossest, weirdest, oh my God, have you seen blood sucking freaks? Have you seen Pasolini's Salo? And then, and then he'd call me and he'd say, I just saw this movie, Michael starring John Travolta, where he plays an angel come to earth, this feel good movie. And he said, I was wrecked. I was crying in the lobby of the multiplex. I was weeping, weeping. And, um, and i know he was sincere he was not just trying to be you know he was not just trying to be unpredictable he just was um that's who he was and um and in and in public in terms of the like uh the podcast and uh and on social media he was like i said he was hilarious and and opinionated and um, and I think mellowed with age, especially from those old fanzine days where we were, he and I were in our twenties and in our early twenties and we were both just on fire and just wanted to burn the world down and cause trouble. And then really, really with age, really mellowed out. Um, uh, But that, that fire and that, that, want for excitement and engagement and like let's get into it that certainly never left him never left him um and uh and that was inspiring and always fun and I was telling my wife he was literally one of the only human beings (laughs) like there's a very short list of human beings where I see their name pop up on the phone and I go oh I just can't wait to talk to this person you know, I got all my issues. I, I have so many people in my life that I love and so many good friends. But I see the phone ring and and I go like, oh, boy, I got to kind of prepare to talk to that person. Maybe I'll hit decline right now. Not with Mike. I couldn't couldn't wait to talk to him. Couldn't wait to spend time with him. Never, never had a bad time with him. <laughs> Crazy. Always had a good time with the guy. And and behind the scenes. um, he was an, an incredibly giving person of his time and his compassion and his service. and it his principles were that he did not call attention to that. and so it's not my place to go too far to call attention to it. but I will say if you go to that GoFundMe page and you read what people are saying about him on social media, you'll see the love that he um, is getting back from how much he put out there in the world. Um, and I certainly love the guy, and uh, I hope tonight you will uh, watch a movie in his honor. Maybe, maybe you'll watch Michael with John Travolta, or maybe, like me, I heard him say on one of those Pat Healy podcasts that he enjoyed the movie Disorderlies with Fat Boy with the Fat Boys, the rap group, the Fat Boys. So I watched it last night, and I was dying, and it was hilarious, and I wanted to text him the entire time. Um, this was a guy who really knew how to find what pleasures there are in life, who really knew, really knew how hard life can be and how tough it can get and was determined to squeeze every ounce of joy and pleasure out of it. And, um, and that absolutely changed my life. And I, there are so many things I can't tell you. I wouldn't be I would not be sitting here, literally would not be sitting here in L.A. with with my wife and kids and beautiful life without um, Mike having entered it and his generosity and his support. So having said that, like I said, when we when we get it together, we'll we'll do this little tribute episode and that'll be our nice uh, wrap up to Crackpot Cinema And I just want to say one more time, please um, go to GoFundMe.com, the Mike McBeard on McPadden Memorial Fund. Uh, If you ever enjoyed anything you said in here, throw whatever you got at it. Give $10, give $10,000. And um, yeah, and I will be hard at work coming up with dumb shit joke puns on his name for that episode because I really do know that is what he would want um and uh mike rest in peace thanks for everything and to everyone out there uh i will i know he'd want me to say this crack or get off the pot all right everyone take care thanks